ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Grab a red shirt. Flash your W's. It's Game Day Wisconsin. David Gilraith from the three. 35-20-9-minutes-to-go. It's going to be Wisconsin-Michigan. There's a very good chance. And Monte, you just said to me in the break, Monte Ball, Alex Strofe, Adam Mertz with you here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're live across ESPN Wisconsin. Monte, you said in the commercial break, is Wisconsin going to win the Big Ten championship game? Like, what? I remember, what was it, seven weeks ago? I'm like, I don't even know if they're going to be bowl eligible, right? We're talking about this team that uh, we're, we're talking uh, Music City Bowl. Or I don't even know all this stuff, right? Yeah that they're not going to be able to accomplish this season just due to how they played earlier in the year. And now it's, they might have a good shot of winning the Big Ten championship game. Being champs, not co-champs. Not (laughs) co-champs. Don't get that twisted. (laughs) So, Mercy, this is just, college football is so weird, man. And you've you've been around it a long time. But... Did you ever expect that Wisconsin would actually have a really good chance to win the freaking Big Ten? No. No. I mean, uh, not since before that Penn State game. Right. I mean, it goes back that far. And I figured that I I had a feeling, and we talked about it, we were in here on air at Jump Around uh, before the season started, just about where that game would even set the tone for the season. And I feel like it did. I mean, through the first month uh, for a loop, and this team really didn't snap out of it until after that Michigan game. And, man, no, I thought they were done. You know, I thought... You know, okay, maybe they get to a bowl game. Maybe they get to a bowl game at that point. And with a win today, they get to the Big Ten Championship game. I think we all like our chances, uh, like Wisconsin's chances against Michigan, a heck of a lot better than if they were to see Ohio State. This is mind-boggling. I'm I'm thrown for a loop. Speaking of being thrown for loops, that's what I am right now. Given that Michigan looks real good, about 15 points in Ohio State. I feel like that's a beatable team. This Wisconsin team is not the same Wisconsin team that saw Michigan back in the beginning of October. Michigan's a very good team. Don't mm-hmm. get don't get it twisted. They're a very good football team. Clearly that's on display today against Ohio State. But Wisconsin's got that defense. Oh, I'm uh, I'm getting myself all worked up. <laughs> it's wild. They might win the Big 10. It's wild. We were circling the games that they may win or lose. Seven weeks ago, and I'm like, uh, I don't know if this team's going to be able to to even really make it 500 this year. To now, they can really win the Big Ten. 
Yeah, that's just that's just uh, let that let that sink in right there. And uh, um, you know, in the Big Ten West, uh, we have a bit of an inferiority complex, <laughs> kind of kind of well deserved in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just saw not too long ago that the record of the crossover games this year is 10, 10, 11, 11, and 10. It's like right there, back and forth. Obviously, these two teams that are on the field for the big game are, are the best two teams in the conference. I don't think that anyone can really argue about that, but uh, Michigan State had started off so hot, they obviously showed um, you know, that they're not mm-hmm. world beaters. Um, so I think that Wisconsin, Michigan State, they're kind of in that, that same second tier. Is the inferiority complex, though, just the fact that, I mean, Michigan is a massive national brand. Ohio State's a national brand. Penn State really kind of is as well because of what they did in the past. And sure. that, where Big Ten West, just Nebraska, just they haven't lived up to what they should have been in that brand. So, like, I don't think on field it's much different. It's just Ohio State and Michigan are over there, so everybody thinks that it's way better than what it is, being the East compared to the West. I don't think anybody thinks it's way better than it is, because like Mercy said, Hunter, right? I mean, you look at Ohio State, they're always in consideration for the college football playoff. Even with a loss today, they're still going to be in the conversation. They won't get there, but uh, Michigan, obviously a top-five team. They'll be in the conversation for the college football playoff if they're able to pull this off. But you mentioned Penn State. Uh, I look at a team like Michigan State and Mel Tucker, who have, as Mercy mentioned, been so good this year. Purdue had all these random upsets uh, this year. Let's not forget about that. They beat Iowa when they were undefeated. So uh, the inferiority the inferiority complex, how did I do that, Mercy? Did I say that correctly? That's good. You got through that. <laughs> Thank you. That It took me a second. Uh, is real, but it's still anybody's game because Wisconsin could go in and win and represent the West and represent the Big Ten. Now, they have three losses. They won't get to the college football playoff no matter what happens over the course of the next two weeks. But they could still realistically win the Big Ten. And now that's stuck. I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it. You're, you're more you're more Rob from Wisconsin than I am. At yes, this point. I think so. <laughs> uh, I'm going to scale it back a little bit. I think that this is probably, I was just thinking in my head, what are what's the spread going into this game if Wisconsin gets through and goes against Michigan? I think it's eight, nine points. Yeah, um, I, think you're right. I, I don't think it's going to be within a touchdown even. And I would expect that the game would go out of that. I would say it would go that way most occasions on the football field. But that's not saying that the Badgers don't have a chance in that game to to muck it up and to see what they can do. Kick and I their want teeth to see in, it. if you will. I want to see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like Rob said, in. kick the teeth in. Right, right. And and again, playing an indie neutral field, right? Uh, again, Michigan travels well. Badgers travel well. Uh, fans I'm talking about. And so I think, again, that plays heavily into favor for the Badgers program of playing in Indy. Um, against the Wolverines, as opposed to the Buckeyes. Again, just sitting here watching this game, you guys. Ohio State's just going to run out of time. It's looking like it's going to be Michigan and Indy. I didn't expect that at all. No. Uh, I, after what we saw at Ohio State last week, 49-0 to over Michigan State at halftime. Like, I thought, yeah, they, they're clearly worlds better. I mean, it goes Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, everybody else after that. But... They're human too, man. College football is a crazy landscape. It, it feels like it's been even crazier than ever this year with with so many ranked teams going down each week. It really seemed like it was Georgia and everybody else. It still seems that way. With Michigan up 15 points with seven minutes to play, I never expected this. If Michigan State was going to win, I thought it would be last-second field goal or last-second score. They're rolling. They've dominated this entire game. I'm just College football really confuses me, Mercy. 
Yeah, and that, you know this is uh, as Monte was talking earlier about rivalry games. Um, you know that Michigan's needed this one. Oh yeah, they've needed this one the whole time that Harbaugh has been there. But especially coming off of last year, off of the um, not able to play because of COVID, yeah, and a lot of accusations about how that wasn't entirely accidental that they had to pull the plug on right. that game because it would have been really ugly. Um, I think that those players took that to heart, and you see guys out there like Hutchinson from Michigan, who is just a just a gamer and a, a lot of guys. That are laying it on the line. Even McNabare, the quarterback, who's not a flashy guy, but he's kind of a get the get the job done guy. They they playing with more confidence than they have uh, since I since the the game where they got shorted on the first down against Ohio State. Uh, it's just a different program at this point. I, I'm telling you, uh, it's rivalry week. Watching this Ohio State Michigan game, you guys saw the flags. You see the players getting a little bit more chippier than 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 usual because it's the um, the emotions, the fire. That's behind those emotions for this yeah. game, and that's that's what we're going to see today against the Gophers versus Badgers. When, and I'm just shocked because I think I w- I've only been able to watch half of the game here with my back to it in the studio, but I think there's been five false starts against Ohio State in this game. Oh, Ooh. man. That is so unca- uncharacteristic of a Ryan Day team. So you can tell there's their heads are... You know they're they're getting messed up by this atmosphere too. Jitters are real. Just not there. Yep. Uh, well, well, in the ACC, it is official. Wake Forest pit for the ACC title. Just like everybody expected. That's like like I said, right? College football been so yeah. weird this year. But back to one point you brought up, Mercy, was how big this is for Jim Harbaugh, mm. right? Michigan hired him several years ago with the idea of being national title contenders, with the idea of being the Big Ten powerhouse that Michigan used to be and wanted to be once again. And he has not been able to get that monkey off of his back, which is Ohio State. I mean, 0-5 against them. He's 41-17 and against Big Ten opponents. He's 0-5 against Ohio State, uh, looking like he might go to 1-5 now. So to get this done totally changes uh, the, the, the landscape of things for Michigan football. This is the biggest win in a decade, if not longer, for them if they're able to get this done. And it changes things in the Big Ten. We all thought we'd see Ohio State in Indianapolis next week. It's looking like it's going to be the Wolverines. Who will play against the Wolverines? Will it be Wisconsin? With a win it is. Or will it be Iowa? We'll continue to dive into that for the next 45 or so minutes as we're with you until 3 o'clock when kickoff happens between Michigan, or excuse me, Minnesota and Wisconsin. We're talking so much about Michigan. I screwed up who. I'm, I'm looking ahead already, Mercy. I'm looking ahead to next week. Right. Um, You're not a player. You can do that. Yeah, that's, that's true. I, can't, I, I, I can overlook the Gophers. It's fine if I do it. Uh, life today is kind of a lot, if you can't tell. Obviously, a big holiday week. My head's all over the place. Uh, it forces us to always be on, but every now and then it's important to just stop Crack open a mountain cold Coors Light and chill. So when you choose to turn off, choose the one beer that's made to chill. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment that is made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Adam Ertz, Monte Ball, Alex Strofe hanging out with you here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We'll take a deep dive into the Minnesota Gophers next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Because whoever wins it is going to get their teeth kicked in in the Big Ten title game next week by my Wisconsin Badgers. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Wisconsin, first of the day for 
welcome you back to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della to schedule your appointment today at 855-PELLA-WI or online at PellaWI.com slash radio. Get your free consultation. Pella Windows and Doors still rolling on throughout the winter as other competitors are closing up shop, going into hibernation. Gina Della and her great team at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin will still get the job done for you. Again, 855-PELLA-WI or online at PellaWI.com slash radio. It is time now for the Pella window into the opponent. What do we know about this week's opponent? I'm a man. I'm 40. Let's get a window into the opponent. Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella today at 855-PELLA-WI or schedule an appointment online at PellaWI.com slash radio. The Minnesota Gophers are 7-4 overall on the air, 5-3 in conference play. They are bowl eligible. Tanner Morgan is the quarterback once again. I feel like he's 100 years old, even though uh, you know he's only a senior. Not even a redshirt senior, I don't believe. But I feel like he's been there a while already. I don't know why that is. He's just got one of those effects, right? Like there's there's players in college sports. Brad Davison, Brad Davison is one of them. A, that's yes. exactly what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> Perry right. Ellis from Kansas basketball back yeah, in the day yeah. who felt like he was there forever. Uh, Tanner Morgan feels like that to me. The Martinez's at Nebraska always have always been there. Always. Right? Tanner Morgan feels like one of those to me. But anyway, he is the quarterback once again this year uh, for P.J. Flex offense. Now, the running back game has been a little interesting for Minnesota. We know they had the injuries earlier in the year. Kai Thomas is their lead back right now. Uh, he's been solid on the year. Uh, had two touchdowns last week in uh, Minnesota's win over Indiana. So, been solid the last couple of weeks. Uh, four of the last five games, Kai Thomas has gone for over 100 yards rushing. Going to be hard to do so against this Wisconsin front, but he will look to do so as the Gophers look to win the Paul Bunyan Axe for the first time since 2018. Mertzi, you're a fanatic, brother. Uh, you've watched a couple Minnesota games, is my understanding. What's the takeaway from them? What, what did you learn in your film study this week? Well, I mean, you know, right off the bat, you, talk, you talked about uh, Ibrahim, losing Ibrahim for the yeah. season. That Ohio State game in the opener, they were going toe-to-toe with mm-hmm. the Buckeyes. They were giving up a lot of big plays, but Minnesota was driving the field each time. So they had something going here this season that um, – dissipated as soon as he left with an ACL for the year. He was just such an amazing uh, difference maker at running back. They still have that big offensive line. They got guys that uh, their five starters had a combined 140 starts coming into the season. Wow. Remember a couple of years ago they had the size, but they didn't necessarily have the expertise and experience, and you could see them get exploited a little bit. So they've been able to parlay that into massive time of possession disparities. They're tops in the Big Ten with uh, um, over 35 and a half a game. Actually better than Wisconsin this year. So that's why I'm looking at the key. My key to get ahead a little bit is to, you know, win that battle in the trenches mm-hmm. defensively and stop that team from rolling. They've been, I think it's 70% that they've been running the ball on 70% of plays. So they really, really rely on moving the sticks because Tanner Morgan is not a game breaker. So, you know, if you like watching the big uglies, this is the game to do it with the experienced offensive line for Minnesota. And you've got that great front seven, especially that defensive line who we don't give nearly enough credit to for Wisconsin. That's going to be a fun battle down in the trenches uh, when, when Minnesota is on offense. 
Now, Monte, when you look at this Wisconsin defense, they're one of the best in the country. We've been saying that all year. Mertzi brought up earlier, the one thing where you can beat Wisconsin is over the top, beat them with the deep ball, but it doesn't seem like Minnesota is necessarily geared up to do that. So you expect another solid defensive performance from Wisconsin, oh, I imagine. Uh, I do, I do. The the two takeaways for me from watching this Gophers team is, is again, kind of what Mertzi said, right? It, they're a different team with Ibrahim's injury. Um, but I think one thing I really like about Kai Thomas, right, is he's very decisive. He's not the fastest running back. He's not the flashiest running back, right? But he does just make one cut and go. He is very decisive with his runs, and he does run downhill. So that's one key um, takeaway. And also number two is uh, with the quarterback Morgan, right? Again, not flashy, flashy, not the greatest quarterback ever, but he will stand in that pocket and take a hit yeah. and still deliver the football, right? So he's not afraid. There's no fear factor uh, there for him, and that can always present a problem, obviously, for any any kind of defense. Yeah, he's only he's been sacked 17 times this year. Not a crazy number nope. through 10 games. Um, obviously, you'd like to be as protected as possible, and he has been so far uh, behind that veteran offensive line. I saw a really good stat this week. Here we go. I'll bust it out. <laughs> um, you have to guess which quarterback comes with which stat line okay. out of the two starters today. Quarterback A. 1,650 yards, 59% completion, nine touchdowns, nine interceptions. Quarterback B, 1,735 yards, 59% completion, nine touchdowns, seven interceptions. Oh, wow. So quarterback A is Mertz, quarterback B is Morgan, I assume. That is correct. Now, that is insane. They are very oh, close. Wow. Mertz has just turned the ball over more. Uh, two more times, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. Interesting. So is Graham Mertz ceiling Tanner Morgan? <laughs> I... I think he's got more than that. I hope so. I mean, and, and, and you'd like to see how these um, averages have, have skewed over the last few weeks. I think Graham's really pulled it together. He really here. has. Um, and some of that is protection, but I think some of it is figuring it out. He's figured it out somewhat. And I'm not saying that it's going to be a perfect game today. I'm still not convinced of where he's at in his development. Sure. But I really have seen a lot of progress out of him the last five, six weeks. So we've talked about it a lot this year, Mertz. And just to be clear for those of you listening with us, uh, no relation between Adam Mertz and Graham Mertz. Uh, I call him his illegitimate nephew, but there is there is no relation there. So, But, but we talk a lot about Adam with Graham Mertz. You really wanted to see that jump in year two. You wanted to see that development and, the, and that progression for him. And you, you mentioned lately we've seen it a bit. It, he, it hasn't been tremendous by any means, but he's cleaning up his act, right? I mean, the start of the year was rough for him, and now he's really, it seemed like he is making a small step, at least, in the right direction in terms of progression. Yeah, and we, we've talked a lot on the show about where this team was at mental state after Michigan, and I thought maybe that Mertz was in the tank for the year. That was the guy that I was number one concerned about on this field because of how much he influences the game. The thing that was bothering me the most was that attention to detail. It was the the missed handoffs yes. against Penn State. Yeah. It was the lack of ball security, lack of awareness, pocket awareness, where he'd be getting the ball knocked out. And that's those are the things that he's cleaned up. The rest, you know, it kind of comes with playing, with the experience, with seeing, with being able to do progressions a little bit better. Um, so I think I just feel like he's more comfortable back there than anything else. I haven't seen any you know great awakening in terms of his ability to scan the field better. He's just playing smarter football. Yeah, yeah, he is. He, he seems to again once he gets that turnover out of his way early, right in the game, he he seems to settle in. And facilitate that offense, get them down the field, and get points on the board. But yeah, year two, you're expecting for a player to to really kind of have that jump because you now you have a year, right, of film on yourself. You can watch every single game, how you played, 
play-by-play, right? And that's how you become better for year two. But that's not what we're seeing with Mertz right now. Maybe it's going to be year three for him. And, and Right, and I tend to agree there. You hope for a big jump in year three again. Is, is he still young? He's only a sophomore. Yeah. But you, you, you wish, you know, and I think it's unfair because we all hold these expectations to Graham Mertz given the way, obviously, highest recru- recruited quarterback ever at the University of Wisconsin comes out and throws five touchdowns in his first game. So the expectations skyrocket from that point, and then he hasn't been able to live up to it. And I don't think that's fault of him. I think that's fault of us for setting the expectations <laughs> so high as fans. But at the end of the day, we haven't seen that Graham Mertz since that very first game against Illinois last year. And you'd like to see that progression. You, th- you thought he was going to take the world by storm. He hasn't been able to this year, but as we continue to say, he has really cleaned it up, and I have been impressed with the way he's been able to rebound over the course of this seven-game win streak. Absolutely. And I think, again, yeah, we, 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 we've we had this discussion, right? We were, we were pretty hard on Mertz. Uh, I, I was pretty hard on Mertz for sure. <laughs> but given now kind of, you know, hindsight, of course, looking back on everything, watching how this offense has developed, watching some players leave the program, there was a lot going on. A lot going on. So I think right now, again, we're not expecting for Mertz to be Superman. We just want for Mertz to do what he's done the last three, four games, right? Just facilitate, try to protect the football, and just give the ball to Braylon Allen. (laughs) I just want to remind you guys that all along I've been saying that I believe in Graham Mertz. So That's true. (laughs) It's okay. You guys can come to the Graham Mertz bandwagon and stay here. Again, he doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes like Ben Brust says that he's going to be the next. Just be a Ravens quarterback. Be Trent Dilfer, be Joe Flacco, manage the game. Scott Don't hurt the team. Yes, exactly. Yeah, be Tolzien. That's all we ask for. And you know, he has done a, a nice job, um, you know, lately, and it has helped, uh, you know, rebound as Michigan scores another touchdown to once again extend their lead to uh, to 14 to be 15 points with only two minutes remaining. Michigan is going to beat Ohio State. Michigan will be in the Big Ten championship game. Ohio State will take their second loss of the season. Wow. Wow. I'm lo- I'm, I, I don't know what to say, man. I'm texting my friend right now because she's – Again, diehard Buckeyes fan, and uh, she's uh, probably close to crying right now. Um, this is wild. This is wild, but this is college football. Adam Schefter, Michigan alum, just tweets, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How wow. does this, the Big Ten, huh? This looks, makes the Big I said this off air to Mercy, right? The Big Ten, this makes the Big Ten look great, huh? I mean, there's a lot of competition in the Big right. Ten. Right, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, all what, top 20 teams? So. Yeah. You've uh, yeah. you're in good shape, and they've all beaten up on each other. Yeah, they have right. they, a lot of uh, enough to go around. Um, so, real quick, because I know we got to get to a break here in a second, but I I do want to say you say this makes the Big Ten look great as Michigan will be a college football playoff team on Tuesday when the new rankings come out. What happens if Wisconsin beats them? You're then Big Tenless, we imagine, in the college football playoff. That doesn't make the Big Ten look so great. Ah, uh, quite the question, man. I mean, I. I Obviously, yeah, I want this Badgers team to win out, right? I want them to win out, but but I but I do want some Big Ten representation um, in the college football playoffs. But obviously, both can't happen. Um, so who knows? I'm just going to stay focused on this Minnesota game, man, and uh, <laughs> we'll pass Minnesota. Yeah, we'll talk about that a bit more after the game. We will be at uh, Monte, and I will be at Funk's Bar in Fitchburg. 
uh, live across ESPN Wisconsin immediately following the game for two hours, taking your reaction, taking your calls, and uh, reacting to whatever unravels in the Wisconsin and Minnesota game coming up at 3 o'clock. Should be a fun one as the axe is once again on the line. Wisconsin, as I've mentioned a few times, has won 16 of the last 17 matchups uh, between Minnesota and uh, Wisconsin. So pretty good ratio lately for Bucky as uh, they look to keep the axe in Madison. I want to tell you about our friends at Carbon World Health as they set their self apart from typical run-of-the-mill gyms by offering a comprehensive approach to training that addresses all of your needs, whether it be health, diet, fitness, hydration, vitamins, hormone optimization, recovery, and a whole lot more. Their methods are proven to create sustainable transformational fitness and health gains. If you're worried about your health safety, Carbon World Health is medically supervised by Dr. Nestor Rodriguez, a board-certified physician and medical director who implemented the same safety standards as his hospital. Experience the difference by signing up for Carbon World Health's six-week, all-inclusive experience at an affordable cost. Visit CarbonWorldHealth.com ESPN. That's CarbonWorldHealth.com ESPN. ESPN. We'll go around the landscape of college football. We'll have a college football scoreboard update for you and a whole lot more. That's next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Stone goes back, takes a downfield shot. Davis has got it! Love a little Quintez Cephas action there, uh, who now plays for the Detroit Lions, which is in the state of Michigan, which is a state that is partying right now because the Wolverines are headed to the Big Ten Championship game, a final of 42-27 to over Ohio State, who will Michigan see next Saturday in the Big Ten Championship game. It'll either be Wisconsin with a win over Minnesota today, or if Minnesota wins, it'll be Iowa representing the Big Ten West. We will wait and see here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We are brewed by Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that is Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light like I always do. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And I'll tell you what, Alex Strofe, Adam Mertz, Monte Ball with us, Hunter Vaughn running the show. Guys, I'm very thankful for Hunter Vaughn today because uh, I walked into the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios and he treated us with some crumble cookies that are uh, sitting out here. Just delicious. Good good little snack as we watch uh, Ohio State and Jim Harbaugh, uh, rather Jim Harbaugh get his first win over Ohio State as the fans have stormed the field uh, in Ann Arbor. Wow, interesting. But nonetheless, the crumble cookies, uh, delicious. Thank you, Hunter. Appreciate you. I mean, you guys are very welcome. It was one of those where I was debating, and then every Sunday they release new special flavors oh. of this crumble, and they did Thanksgiving-themed ones with pumpkin pie and cranberry and white chocolate chip and a maple cinnamon roll and right. salted caramel cheesecake just to make everyone out in Radio World super hungry yeah, now. We're, we're, but we're I had to get shape. those. We're in good shape. Well, we appreciate you, buddy. Uh, it is time now for a college football scoreboard update with the aforementioned Hunter Vaughn. Well, like Strofe mentioned, 
Michigan finally gets it done against Ohio State. 42-27 to is the score. The Wolverines putting up 28 points in the second half to seal that victory. The first victory for Jim Harbaugh against the Ohio State Buckeyes. So it will be Michigan in the Big Ten title game against either your Wisconsin Badgers or the Hawkeyes of Iowa, depending on what happens between Wisconsin and Minnesota later this afternoon. Also in the Big Ten, Maryland winning against Rutgers 40-16. So Maryland 6-6. They're bowl eligible now. And on Friday, Iowa went on the road to Nebraska, trailed 21-9 through three quarters before they put up 19 points in the fourth quarter to win 28-21. And in the ACC, unfortunately, NC State won't be playing in the ACC title game as Wake Forest won, but they had a dramatic finish last night, scoring two touchdowns in 26 seconds. And here's what the game winner sounded like. Throw it. Leary's going to take a shot. Has a receiver. And I'm sure we'll be seeing more drama throughout the day as it is Rivalry Week here on ESPN. And we'll send it back to the guys as we get some game picks going now here on Wisconsin College Game Day. Yeah, we do. Uh, Obviously, a lot of games already played in college football. Some of the biggest ones have already gone final, as you just heard. But some big ones still to happen tonight. So let's dive in. Into a game, I'll be honest, I don't know much about the first one we're picking. I I can't tell you anything about (laughs) Middle Tennessee or Florida Atlantic. But the winner of that game is bowl eligible. Both teams are five and six. FAU favored by three and a half. I know uh, my buddy Jim Rutledge, uh, big FAU fan. So I think I'll roll with Florida Atlantic minus three and a half, guys. What do we think here? You know, uh, the Owls have been on a three-game slide. (laughs) Here we go. is 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 this the day that they turn it around and get bowl eligible? I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the owls just because I always love that nickname. Um, that was the best analysis I could have asked for, Birdsey. Thank you. The Owls are on a three-game slide. Didn't know that. There you go. There, there's more info than you got, Monte. What do you got? Uh, yeah, uh, I was gonna start off exactly how you did. I don't know, but I'm gonna go ahead and trust Vegas on this. I'm going FAU. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go three and a half as well. H- Hunter, who do you like there? <laughs> This was a game because I'm the one that selects these games. There wasn't much for this evening for for me to really go off of, but I knew that Jim Rutledge was an FAU fan, so I had to go with FAU and the Owls. Yeah, I appreciate you not making us pick Notre Dame and Stanford. Notre Dame favored by three touchdowns yeah, in that game, no, so right. I, I appreciate that. Uh, how about the next one? This one's a little bit better. We're going we're gonna to warm it back up here as uh, there's a lot of implications in the game between number 10 Oklahoma and number 7, uh, number seven excuse me, Oklahoma State. A lot of implications for the Big 12, but we know Mike Gundy, man. Oh, I didn't have it. I apologize. Let's just hear from Strofer. I'm a man! I'm 40! (laughs) Yeah! You want to come after them? You come after me! Uh, All right. That was was brutal. (laughs) Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, both 10-1 and on the year. Uh, Oklahoma State actually favored by 4.5 in this game. This will be a fun one tonight. Who Who do we got here, fellas? 
Man, this is always big brother, little brother thing to me. I keep, you know, I keep wanting to pick the Kyle Pokes on this one, but um, they've lost six straight to Oklahoma in this series. Correct. Good defensive stat on them. They just handed Texas Tech its first shutout since 1997. That's wow. obviously a program that puts up a lot of uh, yards and points in a league that allows a lot of yards and points. Um, I'm going to put Oklahoma State down just to avoid having to see a rematch in the Big 12 championship game next week. I'm a man. I'm 40. Found it. Got it. Nice job, Hunter. Just about two minutes late. Nicely done. Monte, who do you got next? I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm going Oklahoma on this one. Okay. I'm, I'm going Oklahoma on this. I, I love what Mercy said as well. The little bit the little brother, big brother, right? Uh again, records don't matter. All that stuff doesn't matter when it's a rivalry game. But for some reason, something's telling me Oklahoma. And I think if we go back and look at all the all the picks this year, I gotta be in the lead. I have to. It's it's I, I have to. He's just claiming it because to. nobody's kept track <laughs> of your life. See, we've done this very messy. None of us have kept track of the picks. I'm not, I don't think it's your fault, Hunter. I think this actually falls on me. We never really defined who was going to keep track yeah, of it, so neither of us did. just did it. Yeah. So yeah. by default, uh, uh, I'm Monte, ba- Monte Ball is in last place last time I checked. So. I got Oklahoma. I got Oklahoma. And I I'm going to go, uh, ooh, yeah, I'm just going to go straight up. Oklahoma. Okay, not, I'll, I'll take I'll take uh, Oklahoma as well. This will set up a rematch in the Big Twelve Championship game for next week. If Oklahoma wins, if Oklahoma State wins, they will play Baylor in the Big Ten Championship game. As Baylor got it done just a bit ago uh, against Texas Tech, so Baylor is in with an Oklahoma State win. If Oklahoma wins, it's Oklahoma and Oklahoma State again next week. So I will take Oklahoma setting up said rematch. Kentucky and Louisville going at it for the Governor's Cup. Kentucky is eight and three this year. Louisville six and five on the year. They are favored in this one at home. Uh, a UK win would be their fifth nine plus win season in school history. So they are better than they typically are. Uh, who do we got in this one, Mercy? Louisville favored. You know, um, I love what I love what Mark Stoops has done at Kentucky, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it out with the Wildcats. I was just researching this a little bit during break. Uh, um, the <laughs> University of Louisville coach not happy about players giving the L's down hand gestures <laughs> after the rivalry win in Louisville in Lexington. Excuse me, in 2019. That's the kind of stuff I love about rivalry <laughs> week. <laughs> Just just clowning the other team. Yes. Whatever the other team values, yep. you just clown it. Didn't Ryan Day say they were going to hang 100 points on Michigan? Or am I making that up? Oh, sounds I'm sure right. he did. Yeah, I think he said that. So that's that's. That, uh, that might like come a, back to haunt him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit as they lose by 15. Sorry, Monte, go ahead. That's right up his alley. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Mercy, who, who, who'd, you, who'd you pick? I pick Kentucky. You pick Kentucky? Uh, I was going to do the same. I, 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 got, I got Kentucky. Um, just, just because. Yeah. Right, yeah, just, no, just just because uh, we we got great a analysis well, on, well, on these well, games today. Well, well, here's the deal. You know, I I I know. You know, Coach settles there, right? Good running backs coach that coached me yep, my freshman yep, and yep. sophomore year here at Wisconsin. Uh, I like the guy, um, but I'm just gonna go straight up Kentucky, man. Um, yeah, I think it's that blue um, zip up you got today too. Yeah, do you see that? Did you did you you see that matchup that I got right now? They got the red shoes, the the wildcat blue. Jacket. You, I, got, I, got, I got the Wildcats. You match very well, Monte. Hunter? You know, you guys are making the entire state of Kentucky just furious with you. It's oh. not Louisville. It's Louisville. Louisville. I think I said that. I said it right. Louisville. No, you got... I got it doesn't face. make any... Louisville. It's the southern accent. They say Louisville. That's terrible. Louisville. That is terrible. It's Louisville. 
right, first round of the FCS playoffs, fellas. Oh, wow. Number 23, Southern Illinois taking on number 20, South Dakota. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. I grew up watching this game every year. Really? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, fellas, I'm just going to be honest. I have no idea. Who's gonna win this game? I think the quarterback of Southern Illinois is really good. I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with Vegas on this South Dakota. I'm gonna or wait, is that who who they have favored? There's no line on there it. Is they no don't line. put it on the FCS. Oh, I would, it's FCF, yeah. I F- mean, I FCS. looked into it a little bit. I would say it's probably South Dakota <laughs> minus a, five oh and a half would be <laughs> let's run with that. Yeah, this is a train wreck. I'm not making you pick this damn game. Uh, no, we're not again, doing it. We I, were, it I was starving for games. <laughs> All of the good <laughs> games were early games today. So true. So this was uh this tells you something about my college experience. My best spring break trip, which was my only spring break trip. <laughs> Was to Carbondale, Illinois. Uh-oh. Why were you in Carbondale, Illinois for yeah, spring break? Roommate had friends down there, and it was sixty instead of thirty-five here. Oh, it was actually warm. Down yeah, there. it actually, it made sense from that perspective. So I assume that's where Southern Illinois is. It is Carbondale, lovely Carbondale, Illinois. What's in Carbondale? Southern Illinois. <laughs> say Strofe, Do you know their mascot? <laughs> no idea. They're the Salukis. <laughs> What's a Saluki? I mean, dog. it's a picture of a dog, so you'd fit right in with Stevens Point being a That's dog. That's true. Yeah, I so. did go to uh, go dogs. I did go to Stevens Point. Uh, so interesting. All right, I got South Saluki. Dakota. Too much Saluki talk. We'll get back to Minnesota and Wisconsin. We'll make our picks as Wisconsin wins. They are in the Big Ten championship game. We'll do that next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. That from the 2005 matchup between Wisconsin and Minnesota. Maybe one of the most memorable matchups between these two schools, Adam Ertz? Yeah, for sure. That was that was an escape back like none other. Yeah, that was that was that was one of my earliest memories of Wisconsin football. Obviously, I'm a little young compared to you, Mercy, but uh, that one's uh, that one's right just up a there. tad, just, just a, a tad, tad, just a little bit. Uh, he's Adam Ertz, I'm Alex Strofe, alongside former Wisconsin running back Monte Ball. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We're brought to you in part by Pepsi. This year, Badgers fans will be able to drink Pepsi, watch football, and get cool gear. Listen to how simple this is. All you got to do is purchase specially marked Pepsi Wisconsin Badgers packages, scan the codes on said packages, and instantly find out if you've won a $50 FansEdge.com gift card. Pepsi Zero Sugar, same great flavor with Zero the Sugar, and a proud partner of the Wisconsin Badgers. Speaking of the Wisconsin Badgers, they're in action in about 10 minutes out in Minnesota as they look to punch their ticket to the Big Ten Championship game against the Michigan Wolverines. Fellas, it's time for our game picks Will they get the job done, and will they go back to the Big Ten Championship game? Adam Mertz, we'll start with you. You know, and we talked about this off the top. 
came on that I woke up this morning and I was pretty nervous about this one. I think that there's a lot on the line here for the Badgers as much as they've come a long way this season. Mm -hmm. They don't put it away today. There's going to be a bad taste in the mouth. Like Set aside what might happen next weekend uh, against a Michigan team that thumped them by 21 at home. Getting to Indy is a huge accomplishment um, for yourself. And also, just like in 2019, I thought it was major that Wisconsin won that game, not just for themselves, but to keep Minnesota beneath them, to not give (laughs) Fleck something to recruit on. Um, to keep you know the the order of power where it's been in the Big Ten West, I look at today's game a lot the same way. I'm thinking that um, the the Badgers are just they're a better team, they're a better all around team at this point. Um, going up there scares me. Uh, you know, th- th- Minnesota wants this game; they want this win almost as much as Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Michigan wanted Ohio State, but I think the Badgers pull this one out. Yes. I think they play the smart game. I think Braylon Allen takes them home. Final score. Mm. 24-14, Badgers. 24-14, says Mercy. Monte Paul, you went undefeated against Minnesota when you played. What say you? Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot. There's a lot here to unpack. I mean, just the history, the the rivalry, um, understanding what's at stake, just like Mercy said, with this year, it's been one heck of a one heck of a ride, huh? Just many ups, many downs, I should say, actually, many downs and 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 the Badgers obviously know what is at stake here, knowing that they have the opportunity of winning this game and playing Michigan and Indy. Um, I, I got I got the Badgers on top, though. I got the Badgers on top. As of what I stated earlier, they're going to ride the brakes off of Braylon Allen. Yeah, um, Again, respectfully. I always say that respectfully because, uh, again, it, it's it's you don't want to obviously run him into the ground, but, again, let's not try to fix what's not broken. Get this man the ball and let him do what he's been doing, right? And Badgers finish on top. Final score. Mm, I think it's going to be closer than what people predict, uh, what people are thinking. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go seventeen ten. 17-10 Badgers. Yeah, I think you're in the ballpark there, Monte, and I, I tend to agree with you, right? Let Braille and Allen manage the game. Let him control the tempo, and it'll probably lead to success, as you said, Mertzi, right? Wisconsin's the better team here. It's not that complicated. It is a road game. It is a rivalry game. So the stakes are hot. Mm -hmm. The energy's hot. Everybody's fired up about this one, including yours truly. But I'm so fired up that I will say Wisconsin wins today. That Wisconsin will go to the Big Ten Championship (laughs) game next week. But I think it's low scoring, similar to what Monte said. I will take the Badgers in one that's too close for comfort. 20-17 to the final. I think they just scathe it out, but it's good enough to get a W. Hunter, we got a second. Why don't you chime in with a pick as well? You know, the Badgers have scored more than 35 points all their last three games, hitting 35 exactly on the last two. I think it's 35-21. Ooh, higher scoring. All right. And the Minnesota offense uh, gets some points in there. Three touchdowns, says Hunter. So that's interesting because Wisconsin's offense has been rolling. I'm just a little nervous about this game. Well, I don't know why it is. I don't know what the reasoning is, but I'm a little nervous. I think it's exactly what Mercy said. P.J. Fleck, he he wants this. He wants this game bad. He wants to obviously spoil the Badgers' season, obviously get this win for the program, and very similar to like Ohio State and Michigan, right? Jim Harbaugh has not beat, since he's been the head coach for Michigan, has not beat the Buckeyes. And this is the first win that he's had, so this is the turning point. Could be the same, obviously, well, they beat us. Um, what was that? Two years ago? Yeah, a couple yeah, years. Yeah, back. a couple years ago. But but still, still same thing. Uh, still a great win for the the Gophers program if they obviously beat us. 
No doubt about it. Good analysis for Monte Ball, which will continue after the game. We'll be live from Funk's Bar in Fitchburg. Always a pleasure hanging out with you, Adam Mertz. Appreciate your time again today. We're hoping to see you next week for the Big Ten Championship game. But regardless of the result between Minnesota and Wisconsin, join us for the ESPN Wisconsin College postgame show live from Funk's Bar in Fitchburg. We'll do that immediately following the game. Go Bucky. We'll talk to you then. This has been ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.